If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Exploring the African narrative, leading the conversation, and enlightening our listeners. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Africa, how are you doing? Ah, I am great today. Guys, it is an amazing day today. Welcome to the very first episode of the Money Fundi Show. This show is all about getting Africa comfortable with talking about money. You know, I, I don't get it. I really do not understand how money is still a taboo subject in this day and age. I mean, people are free to talk about most things, but dare you mention issues around money at a braai, well, they might not invite you to come over again. So this show will dismantle this taboo status that money seems to have in our continent. Because we must remember, guys, that Africa has a long history of wealth and riches. For example, who's the richest man that's ever lived? Well, there are different debates. Some say that person, some say that. But most historians agree that it's King Mansa Musa, an African of the Mali Empire, way back in the 14th century. Guys, that's not yesterday. That is centuries ago. So essentially, Africa has a healthy relationship and knows about having wealth and riches. Where did we go wrong? Ah, well, that's debatable. But in the modern world, for Africans to reach financial well-being, we believe that the foundation lies in each and every African being empowered with financial education. My name is Mlamuli Mbambo, but you guys can call me Mla and I'm your host right here on Africa Business Radio. Thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, some of you all are joining us from... Africa Business Radio, uh, the online station. Some of you are on Facebook. Some of you are on YouTube channel. You know, it's the world that we live in today. We're on various different um, platforms. So after our listeners who really engage with the show and follow us week after week, at the end and the outcome of this thing will be that you will have a positive and a prosperous relationship with your money. And once you have that you know how to make better financial decisions, which in turn would lead to your financial well-being. And come on, guys, who doesn't want to be in financial well-being? I mean, you sleep better, you're a better person to be around, and you are very clear on 
your future and your direction. So let's make the show interactive, hey? Reach to your phones, your laptops, I don't know, and start texting us, sending us videos, sending us voice notes on our different social medias. You can reach us on tweet on Twitter at Africa Business Radio or at Manifundi. You can also reach us on Facebook on Africa Business Radio and also on Manifundi's Facebook page. Hashtag Manifundi, hashtag Money Matters, Money Talks. We also on Insta, so you can also slay on that side of the world. Email us on info at Africa Business Radio. I would really, really love to know your thoughts and your stories relating to money. Please also text us any subjects or topics that you'd like us to address. You know, uh, you heard a word about money and you're like, ah, what's that word? I don't know. You might not know the word, but you probably signed a contract that has the word. It's an interesting way that we live in. So any topics that uh, you'd like to hear about, things that you're not sure about in terms of money, drop us uh, an email or a, a a tweet or anything like that. And we'll be sure to include it in, in future shows. So our show is divided into three segments. Um, the first segment is called the dogma effect. So what is dogma? Um, dogma is something that we accept as an absolute truth. But I argue that there are very few absolute truths in the world. Most things require us to question them because there are different perspectives to a truth. The way I see something may be completely different to the way that you see it. So we must apply critical thinking to every truth in every specific situation. For example, there are accepted norms and dogma in Zulu culture, which would, be, would go against the dogmas and the accepted beliefs of the Maasai culture in Kenya. Neither is wrong or right. It's just that we have different cultures and different perspectives, which lead us to different beliefs and values. The second segment is my favorite. Um, I love this segment because this is where we allow ourselves to get more creative. Um, For example, if I'm traveling to a place, uh, there's usually one way that everyone knows, but you may find there's different uh, other ways to get there. So that second segment is called the other side of the coin. In this segment, that's where we look at things that are not usually discussed on that uh, on that issue. So we'll apply critical thinking and analyze that topic from different angles. The third segment is word of the week. Word. So language is a very important thing. And most things have their language. So, for example, if you're an, an accountant, there's a language that you have and there are acronyms that you use. If you're a doctor, there's a language that you have. I mean, um, I would probably call a knee a knee, but I'm sure a doctor has a far longer word to say the exact same thing. And as doctors, they will speak about it and understand each other. So we need to keep in mind that money has its own language as well. And when you learn a language, what do you also find? You find that it has a culture and you learn about its culture. So on this show, every single week, We'll explain a word in the um, a word in the world of money. So please drop us a text and tell us words that you've seen in contracts that you've heard of that you're not too sure what they mean, but they may be affecting you because money affects all of us. And I'd love to demystify those words or decipher those words with you. So send these to our Twitter handle at Africa Biz Radio or at Money Fundi. 
our Facebook pages, Africa Business Radio or Manifundi, hashtag Manifundi, hashtag Money Does Matter, hashtag Money Talks, or email us at info at Africa Business Radio. So, this show is about money, but we also need to pay some bills. So, catch you right now. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Um, all right. For those only reaching us now, I said earlier, my name is Mla. Our first segment is the dogma effect. And um, I think it's a great way to start the show as it allows us to question the things that I ac- accepted as absolute truths. Because in my experience, there are very few uh, absolute truths. So it's wise to be open to anything and open that uh, topic to a conversation and a critical debate. So, we consider absolute truths based on the lenses that we wear. Due to our upbringing, our beliefs, our culture, our education and many other factors. These factors affect how you relate to money, therefore affect the outcomes that you have with your money. And um, when I thought about starting the show, um, I thought, okay, what would makes sense to be the very first topic that we have. And um, I think a good place of departure would be, what is money? You know, it's, it's a simple question. And when I conduct workshops or I do my coaching, when I ask this question, I usually get quite a blank stare from people in the room. And you would think this is a question that you'd probably come across, I mean, in life because it's such an obvious thing like money we see every day we handle it every day so why don't we know what it really is so i asked some of our listeners uh the same question and um i'm just going to play some uh voice notes that they send in terms of their interpretation of what is money what is money so so money for me um i think it's it's just a means of of getting things so uh, means of buying a home, means of buying food, means just means of, 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 of getting access to certain things that you need. As a young person, you have a very clear picture of how you like your life to be one day. Uh, well, what is money to me is the question. Money to me is an enabler. I do not look at money as a sign of my status or anything. But I look at what it can do for me and allow me to be able to achieve the things that I would like to achieve. I discovered quite early that looking at money as an extension of who I am is shallow. So I made a conscious decision to look at money as something that allows me to do what I want to do. And whether I have a little of it or a lot of it, if that little is enough to do what I want to do at that moment, I'm satisfied. And if I have more than I need, I'm equally more satisfied because it means I can extend it and help more people with it. So I'm not obsessed with it, but I really appreciate having it. And yeah, that is uh, my relationship with money. Okay, um, so that's some thoughts from our listeners. No, uh, very interesting thoughts. Um, I think money is a means of getting something. So... Um, in the economic world, they will say money is a medium of exchange. Um, 
So if you have something that I want, if I give you money, you will give me what I want. So it is a means of ex- uh, of exchange, and our views um, have got that correct there. The second voice note was actually quite interesting. So our listener says that money is an enabler. Um, it enables him to, I guess, buy what he wants, live where he wants to live, drive what he wants to drive, etc., etc. And um, I see that he says it's not a status symbol to him. It's not an extension of his of himself because he doesn't want to be shallow. So I think that is another topic that we will definitely, definitely get into around the beliefs and uh, the values that we hold towards money. Because what is money is under the theme of it's a medium of exchange. The, the thing about it's not about himself, an extension of, those are actually his narrative. That's his narrative. And those are his underlying beliefs towards money. So we'll definitely do that um, episode where we'll, we'll dive in and really, really go deeply into the narratives and the beliefs that we hold towards money. So uh, thank you to our listeners for sharing. And um, remember to join the conversation on Twitter at Africa Business Radio, uh, also at Manifundi, Facebook, Africa Business Radio and Manifundi, and hashtag us on hashtag ABR, hashtag Africa Business Radio, hashtag Manifundi, hashtag Money Talks. So stay tuned for when we come back with our second segment. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for staying in and tuning in. So, segment two, the other side of the coin, my favorite segment. So, on the other side of the coin, for those joining us now, is a segment where we analyze the topic of the day. We look at it from different angles and see if there may just be something that we are missing. Remember, we all have blind spots. You know, there is no right or wrong, just different perspectives. I also have my own blind spots. I really do. So feel free to share your different views. Feel free to debate. Um, email us a voice note, send a tweet, or even talk to me on Facebook or post a video on Instagram. So the question of today is, what is money? What is this thing? So I think a good place to start when you want to explain anything is the history of, of of something. So the history of money is a rich one. Excuse the pun. So it's a very, very old history. The history of money started with if you had something that I really wanted. So let's say you had cows and um, I had vegetables. It, it, we, I wanted your cow and you wanted my vegetables and it was like, hmm, how many vegetables will it take for that to become one cow? So bartering did happen, but it was not the easiest thing to do for obvious reasons. Um, like imagine being the bread maker in a place and, and you want a hectare of land, like... How many loaves of bread equal a hectare of land? So a lot of these debates would happen and it was not the best thing to be done. So people decided, you know what, guys, I've got an idea. Let's have something 
that is a store of value. Something that we use as a store of value so that if you have a different product or a different service, we have a rate of how many of that thing do you need to get that. And uh, the village agreed and said, okay. But the question was, what stores value in a, in a good manner? And um, different tribes, different villages, different people took different things. For example, some used feathers, some used shells, others used oil. They, you know, there was a lot of different things that were used as the media, the store of value. Uh, but as time went on, most of the world ag- ended up agreeing that the greatest store of value would be gold. And that's when gold uh, became known as, you know what, this is how we store value. We store it as gold. But so gold is a magnificent store of value. But gold has a problem, though. The problem with gold is, as I am traveling to the other village to pay you uh, with this gold, I would probably have to go past jungles, forests, you know, depending on where I am, maybe even the desert. And this would attract um, robbers. So the robbers would come and say, yeah, Baba, we are here. We are here today. And we see the gold and they will take your gold. And over time, people are like, hey, you know what? This gold thing is not really working because we keep on getting robbed. Because as we're traveling, we're traveling with such value that it will obviously attract thieves to the, to the equation. So then people thought, hmm, what must we do? And then someone had another great idea. They said, you know what, guys? Let's have a paper receipt that writes the amount of gold that it represents. And as you would travel, you would travel with the paper receipt and the, you would give the person just a piece of paper that represented, call it an ounce of gold. And that person knew that if they were to come back to your house and they really wanted the physical gold, an ounce of gold would be at your house. And that's how that started. Now, the paper receipt represented gold. And over time, people started not really collecting the gold and saying, hey, the paper receipt does exactly what I want the gold to do. So why must I travel all that way uh, to the other person's house and get the gold? So all you started to find was that the paper receipt just started uh, going around and around and around and around. And no one actually ever came to collect the gold and that's how pretty much money worked for a very long time you know as time passed obviously the piece of paper had nice pictures would make it uh, you know look more like money but it was not like just a piece of paper it was a piece of paper with usually the coat of arms or the animals that that village liked or things like that that they held in high esteem or as you would see with the dollar uh, they put their president there Okay, cool. So that went on for quite a while. But in the 1970s, money was taken off the gold standard. So that basically means that that money, that paper that you had, that initially represented an ounce of, uh, of gold or something like that, you found that it turned to legal tender. Legal tender means that you 